The 1-1. Swung on. Hit deep. Right field. He's won it. Walk him off, Kyle Schwarber. (laughs) His fourth career walk-off home run. Kyle Schwarber wins it 5-4 in the bottom of the ninth inning. His 17th home run of the season. And the Phillies have won six in a row. He sure did welcome on in. It is the final out. Sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Jack Fritz hanging out with you as the Phils have won six straight. Six straight for the fighting Phils. And I, I just got to come out and say it. June Kyle Schwarber is my favorite baseball player of all time. I have no idea how to explain it. It's almost like he just waits for June, and it's like, okay, happy opening day to me. And what's so funny about that home run tonight is his first one, like his first walk-off homer as a fill. And for all the, the big home runs he's already hit in his year and a couple months as a Philly, it's first walk-off. And, you know, going through all of his big home runs, doesn't have many walk-offs. And in that moment, in this month, you never, ever doubt Kyle Schwarber. Welcome on in. 215-592-9494 is how you get in. A lot to react to. An emotional night. Uh, a night in which Ranger Suarez was brilliant. We'll get uh, more into his start. You felt comfortable. And uh, there's there's no worse spot to be in as a Phillies fan than starting to feel comfortable against against a good team, whether it's the Dodgers, the Braves, um, the Mets. The last couple of years, although they have, are free falling, um, you know when they play these good teams and they get a lead, it's like it, as soon as you let your guard down, bang, they come right back. Mookie Betts with an absolute bomb. Freddie Freeman, the Philly killer himself, comes through and makes it a four four game. But but Kyle Schwarber comes through. In the ninth, Phil's win six straight, officially moving to six and one since I said the season was over. So uh, it's usually how it goes. And the Kyle Schwarber walk-off home run, I mean, there's no better choice for the play of the game than that. And that's our Mike's Amazing play of the game. Presented by Mike's Amazing, the official mayo, mustard, and vegetable oil of the Phillies. Phillies 6-0, and one game under 500. I know there's a lot of people out there that are like, Jack, is it time to say the B word? And while I, it is right on the tip of my tongue, and, it, and, I, and no one in, in the greater Delaware Valley wants to issue the B word more than me right now, you got to stay strong. You got to stay strong. You got to lock in and just say, we're one day away. Job's not finished. That's the message tonight. Great win. Big comeback. Needed to see it. Job's not finished. 215-592-9494. Here are a couple of my takeaways from the game, and I want to get right to your reaction because it's a big night. It's an emotional night. It's a big night. Um, one is they look like they belonged, and, and that was what was frustrating about the series out in Los Angeles is they got boat raced. I mean, just absolutely and completely boat raced. 36 runs in three games. Cody Clements, who is not his dad, uh, was was was. Pitching the last couple innings of those games, which is obviously a disaster. They had a 5 nothing lead in the third game of that series. Aaron Nola blew it. And then Craig Kimbrell let up an absolute bomb to Max Muncy to make it 10-6, a grand slam to walk it off in the 10th. So 
I wanted to see this team not look overwhelmed and not ready for the moment. And I thought they passed that test very well tonight. I, I, I know the match drama happened. I get that. Um, but I, I, I'm not letting that throw me off the scent, which was they look like they belonged and they look like um, a, a similar team to a Dodgers team that is great. I mean, they're always great. The last, for the last like six years, they're just, they're just a freaking monster. Um, and, and the fact that they built that four-one lead, it wasn't all home runs. Um, it was it was Bryce Harper with a hit with runners in scoring position, which we talked about on pregame. It was Nick Castellanos continuing to just be Nick Castellanos. It was Trey Turner, who I thought looked really good tonight. You know, it was it was playing baseball a good way, um, and, and I just felt like they belonged tonight. They are figuring out again how to win. And it, it's frustrating when they don't play winning baseball, which they were for a, a, a large portion of the beginning of the season. But that was a game tonight that they'd find a way to lose at the beginning of the year, that they're now finding ways to win. And that is a, a big development when you're talking about digging your way out of a six-game hole. Digging your, out, digging, digging your way out of a six-game a six hole – um, and and getting back to 500, like you gotta play smart, tough, grinded out baseball, but you also have to win games late. And at the beginning of the season, when the games got tight or or it was getting late into the game, they would be the ones finding a way to lose it. And these last couple nights, they're doing what it takes to win, whether it's pitching stepping up, whether it's um, you know uh, the offense getting runners on base, and someone doing a job, whether it's one guy just stepping up and hitting a home run, um, whether it's uh, the bullpen coming in and keeping the game tied, rather than momentum is all on the Dodgers' side and giving it up. They're refiguring out ways to win baseball games. And that's going to be really important when you're, when you're going along in a season. And that's why the wins over the Nationals and the Tigers – were very important because the belief, that belief that we can come back and we're going to win this game, it, 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 it translates over. It has to translate over. And that's why those games are so important. And that's why it doesn't really matter who's on your schedule as long as you find a way to win that game and then you start to trick yourself into saying, you know what, we can come back against anyone. And I thought that's what they showed tonight. They showed mental toughness. They showed mental fortitude. They blew a th- a three-run lead in the seventh, and they 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 came back. They won a game. The pitching held a minute, and um, you know I think that's a really really big takeaway. Two one five five nine two, ninety four ninety four minutes. My second takeaway is that obviously Ranger was brilliant, and he continues to uh, be proving by the start that he's earned your trust. And six innings tonight, eight Ks against a, a tough offense. Now I, I talked pregame, two thirty three average against left-handed pitchers this year, so. They've had this funky thing against lefties the last couple of years that they haven't been totally um, able to figure out. And Ranger took advantage of that tonight. His command is just that's, – that's the most important thing. He's able to flick in a curveball if he needs a strike. He's able to get his fastball into righties, which was a problem when he came back. Changeup off that is, is devastating, and he's getting quick outs. Like, man. Um, and, and you want to talk about this thing turning and, and getting on a run – Ranger getting on the run he's on. Wheeler, I think, is more bat, more on his way towards uh, uh, turning his season around the knots. 
Uh, Tywan Walker, we'll see. Feel pretty good about. Nola, we'll see. Uh, feel pretty good about Monday, but still has the classic Nola tendencies. Either way, Ranger at least getting back to this level uh, changes a lot of dynamics for this team. And you just have to hope. Obviously, they're, they're like <laughs> they'd be foolish not to make a trade at the deadline. But Andrew Painter is also coming at the same time, and you just you start to see the 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 clay be molded. But either way, Ranger was just great, just great. Commanded both sides of the plate really well. When they're sitting on fastball in, bang, he could throw that changeup away, and um, it, it, it's 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 a it's a delight to see. And and my final takeaway from the game tonight um, before we get to the phones and everything else is I'm not going to crush Rob Thompson for using Matt Strom in that situation. Strom wasn't pitching in a couple days. I, I know they had the lead, and, that, and that's a little bit tougher to, to say, but he's been one of your best pitchers this year. He had a bad night, and and that happens. I'm, I'm sorry. That's, that's, these guys aren't perfect. Uh, bullpen pitchers are going to blow games, and thankfully they came out with the win, and they were able to keep it 4-4, and, and they didn't end up going down in that inning. So I'm not going to crush them. Uh, I think I think Strom has been one of their better guys this year. You could argue that you use Soto in that spot. I get it. Um, but for me, I, I just trust the guys. I trust Matt Strom. He's he's given me a lot of reasons to trust him, and I'm not going to crush Rob Thompson for that decision. 215-592-9494 is how you get in here on the final out. On the other side, we'll get to all of your phone calls, got to talk about the player of the game and all that stuff. It's Jack Fritz here on the final out on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Here's the windup in the 1-1 pitch. Swung on, hit well, center field. Angling towards the wall on the run to Luca, and that's going to come off the State Farm sign. Caroms away, back towards center. Schwarber around second. He'll try for third. Taylor picked it up. He fires it in. It's late. It's a triple for Kyle Schwarber. <laughs> Somebody get some oxygen after that man. Yeah, he needed it. He 100% needed it. Welcome on back. It is the final out. Sponsored by Regency Furniture. Affordable never looks so good. Kyle Schwarber, our player of the game, brought to you by South Jersey Gas. Committed to providing safe, reliable, affordable natural gas. Make the switch at southjerseygas.com slash lovemyhome. Uh, I thought he had a home run then. And then when it hit off the wall, I was like, oh, man. Is Schwarber's going to have to have an inside-the-park home run? Either way, has a triple. Um, and, yeah, I'm sure he needed some oxygen. But, uh, again, again, June Kyle Schwarber is just – it's 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 a marvel. It's truly a marvel. Like, would I rather him be October Schwarber or – uh, you know, September Schwarber. Yeah, you know, those are the, the, the crunch time months. But at the same time, he does show up on those months. It's just something about June. He's already been like the, what, the, the back-to-back player of the month in June. He has four home runs in June already. And uh, I believe that gives him like 52 in his last 142 games in the month. It's just, he is... He is just stupid in the month of June, and uh, for all the the big moments and the and the big home runs, finally at his first walk off tonight, and it was a no doubter. And uh, I'm impartial to the kind of fist bump uh, that he let out. You know, that's like a it's like a winner kind of fist bump. You know, it's not too over the top. It just means like, hey, I just did that. Two one five five nine two ninety four ninety four. Jack Fritz here on the final out, reacting to what was a. A big win and a beautiful night down at the ballpark. Again, 
really, really solid crowd, and it, it, I wouldn't expect anything less from a Dodger series. But just the fact that, you know, late into the game, like, the, the amount of people that were still there and, you know, that home run had such like a, like a, a, a back to the heyday kind of feel to it. Like one of those um, regular season walk-offs that we kind of remember for a good amount of time. And, you know, just just the fact that it was still a, a packed crowd late into the game. I, It's been the – I'm both shocked and happy at, at, the, at the crowds at the beginning of the year, and I hope it keeps up. And if they keep winning games like this and no one in the ballpark's really given up, I think you'll see that place continue to fill up. But either way, Phils win six straight and six and one since I said the season was over. Owen is in New Jersey. What's happening, Owen? Hey, man, it's – Big difference in a week, isn't it? Oh, this time last week, season was over, pal. I mean, Rob Thompson's a disaster. Doesn't know uh, to bring Sir Anthony in in the eighth. And, and here we are a week later, winners of six straight, and everything's fine. Season's back on. Summer's not canceled. Yeah, I mean, they show grit, and I'm really proud of them. You know, I don't know if you listen to MLB Network Radio or enough, but, like, I was listening to it last night, and people – they had on for the round trip. They were making fun of the Phils all last night, and I was just so mad last night. Even though they, they, who, what, what were they making fun of the Phils for? I was just saying that they they're fake team, blah 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 blah. That the last October wasn't real, you know, all kinds of stuff like that. Zach Wheeler's post game comments last night saying that Philly fans don't deserve like a tip of the cap from the Zach Wheeler and stuff like that. It was just annoying. Oh, that's that's uh that's pretty bogus. I, I'm not gonna lie with you, and that doesn't make me very happy. But either way, um, yeah, as long I mean, as they continue to play the style of baseball they are right now, you know the, the the haters will have to shut up eventually. Yeah, that's what I love about it, honestly. I mean, you know, I thought maybe they would. I was gonna tune in, listen to like a non-biased, but I guess not. But you know what? They showed them today, and you know, keep showing them on. Yeah, exactly right, Owen, and. um and as they continue to hopefully piece this thing together and get back on track, you know, it would just – being able to erase the notion that last year was some kind of fluke and, and these guys don't know how to win. Like, I think I think we're already starting to have that feeling of, of last year with this team, not saying they're going to do the same thing, but this is around the same time when they started to, to, to turn it around and – uh, start playing better baseball and have more of these kind of moments was around this time where the first you know month two months of the season were just dreadful and they're starting to to, to have the same kind of uh, feel now like obviously last year it was the the Stott walk off there was that Stubbs walk off um, and like just being able to to see them really grind out a win you know at the beginning of the year Rob Thompson would talk a lot about. Yeah, they're still putting out effort, and and it'll turn. And for me, it's like I appreciate it, but what I was seeing on the field wasn't matching what the manager was telling me. I saw a lot of feeble at-bats. I saw guys not working uh, counts, uh, and I saw you know lackadaisical play in the field, bad base running, which was an, uh, an epidemic at the beginning of the year. But there was some mistakes last night against the Tigers. But for the most part, they've cleaned a lot of that stuff up. And, like, for everyone that wants to kill the manager for mental errors by the players, 
well, they've turned that around, in my opinion. And and you're starting to see actual grinded out, actual winning style baseball, actually, um, you know, finding ways to win. And I think for all the reasons why people want to use the B word, and again, not using it yet, I think those are the main reasons why, is that you're seeing winning style baseball and grinded out baseball and actually going out there and and making a difference with how you're playing. And that's what I needed to see if I was to ever use the B word again. Corey is in Royersford. What's happening, Corey? Hey, Jack. On my way home from the game, I just love what you said, the opening about how it was down there at the ballpark. I mean, it's so nice to be back at regular season games or every time you go down there and the crowd's into it until the ninth inning. Yeah, and and I think obviously the the pitch clock I think does help with that, where it's like hard to kind of take your eyes off of it. Whereas the last couple of years, like you'd have good crowds, but they'd be kind of subdued because there's so much time in between pitches in a way that you can just look at your phone. I mean, with the new rules, like it, you're even afraid to go to the bathroom. Yeah, I, I totally agree, and then the crowd's definitely into it down there. But I mean, hey, tonight's game just clean all around. I feel like defense. Yes, diving played by Clemens. Stott had a couple nice plays. Turner yeah. had a couple nice plays. All around, I mean, atmosphere wasn't quite back to, like, what it was, obviously, back in, in September, October. But I feel like the, the quality of baseball that was played tonight was just up there. I mean, you, you excuse that Strom inning because he's been good all year. But outside of that one inning, I mean, they, they played clean uh, from the beginning to the end. Yeah, and I thought what was important tonight, Corey, was that they looked like they belonged on the same field as the Dodgers. And that's what made – the series earlier in the year when they went out there, listen, you guys are the NL champs. I know the Dodgers have been great for the last couple of years, but you guys are the NL champs. Like, go out there and compete with them and and, and see how you stack up. And they kind of just laid down. I mean, 36 runs in three games is, is just dreadful. Um, so I was, I was happy that they looked like they belonged in the same field tonight. And you just have to hope it translates over tomorrow. Yeah, no, totally agree. And, I mean, again, not going to use uh, the B word quite nope. yet, but – it was great to uh, great to see it out there tonight. And, I mean, I looked up at one point, saw, you know, the beginning of the lineup coming up, and everyone already had one or two hits. I mean, from from uh, from Schwarber all the way down through um, uh, through Turner, everyone already had a couple hits tonight. So it was nice to see that, and you just felt confident going into the ninth that, that you knew something was going to happen. Yeah, Corey, and, and I'm jealous. I'm jealous of the uh, the uh, being in attendance for that game tonight. It's a fun one. Um, but either way, what what a night. And, uh, yeah, the, the top of the lineup, it was good to see them kind of bounce back after the, the, the last couple of Tigers games. I know the Tigers game three nights ago before the smoke out, uh, they did crush some balls that happened to be, uh, you know, knocked down by the wind. But regardless, it was definitely good to see the top of the lineup. And Kyle Schwarber, the leadoff spot, I know people don't like it, but that's your leadoff hitter. He, he works great at bats, hits big home runs, and now is a triple hitter. So there's, there's simply nothing that June Schwarber can't do. 215-592-9494 is how you get in on the other side. We will look ahead to tomorrow before handing things off to Ryan Rossi and to continue to react all throughout the night. Jack Fritz here on the final out. Welcome on back. It is the final out here on Sports Radio 94 WIP. Jack Fritz hanging out with you for the next couple of minutes before handing things off to Ryan Rossi to take you throughout the night, reacting to June Schwarber just being an absolute modern-day marvel. Um and, and reacting to it was a, a good fun solid uh, again roller coaster of emotions kind of fills wind but that's kind of how it is right now it's June 
They're climbing out of being six games under 500. One win away from from being back to 500, which is just great. Just great. Uh, You know, uh, a week ago, probably around this time, you know, I was melting down because they came back in Washington, tied that game up, and using Connor Brogdon, who they eventually sent down today, um, instead of Sir Anthony in the eighth inning, I thought was a ridiculous offense. And it was like, wow, this team is finding ways to lose games. And fast forward a week, they win Saturday. Sunday, blow them out. Uh, Monday, Knowles is great. Uh, Tuesday, Rangers great. No, Tuesday, uh, Tywin Walker's great. Smoke out. Uh, and then Zach Wheeler flirts with a no-hitter again. Tonight, again, it, it, for, for this week, being able to to right the ship and get this thing moving in the right direction and having people just possibly even uttering the B word, um, I, I think is a, is a big step forward. One went away back from 500. We will look ahead to tomorrow, but first we got to talk to Bill and bringing team. What's happening, Bill? Jack, what's happening, brother? Great game. Oh, it's a beautiful game. Beautiful game. Super jealous you were there. Where were you sitting for the uh, for the Schwarbs walk off? Hall of Fame Club 214, first game of the year we went to. I was with my buddy and my two sons that are 13. I just turned 50. And talk about being present in the moment, like Michael Jordan, we were in the moment. It was yeah. awesome. Well, happy belated awesome. birthday, and uh, and I'm glad that your kids were able to experience that kind of game because I feel like that's one they're going to remember for a while, Bill. You're, you're not kidding. And, uh, you know, listen, lifetime, lifetime Philadelphia sports fan – was at the World Series in 2008, you know, when they won. Was there in 2009 when they lost. That's when my kids were born. And then to share a moment like tonight with them, you know, as they enter their teenage years, awesome. Definitely remember it. And uh, it's what Philly sports is all about. After the games are riding down Patterson Avenue, beeping the horn, and it's a regular season game. You know, people are yelling and screaming, running across the streets. Awesome. Yeah, and, and that's been the great part about this season so far. Is even though it's been frustrating – and I've mentioned a lot on this show because I'm like someone that I just get wistful about baseball and I want this to be a uh, like a baseball hotbed again. I've just been so so proud of the crowds and what they've done and how they've kind of stuck with them. And even though like sports radio can be negative on them and uh, podcasts, social media, a lot of people still believe in this team. And uh, it, it makes me happy that uh, that they're starting to get rewarded for it with the style of play the Phillies are playing right now. Amen, brother. And listen, regardless of whether Strom was a mistake or not, you know, the team was resilient, came back, and Schwarbomber, you know, came through in June, like you said, and it's, uh, it's awesome to be there and be part of it. And uh, as you get older, you appreciate the moments like this. Really do. Totally, Bill. And, uh, and I hope you enjoyed your night, and thanks for the call. And, yeah, that's, again, just another one of those reasons why baseball is gracing on earth. I just – I don't remember <laughs> – Remember a player like Kyle Schwarber. Uh, he's got to be the the best 180 hitter ever, obviously. Uh, like people always compare him to some guy named Rob Deere. I, I have no idea who Rob Deere is. All I know is that Kyle Schwarber walks and hits big home runs. Does he? Does he mess around with a measly single? No, he does not. He hits tank shots, and unfortunately, it takes him a little bit to get going. But man, like when he gets going, it's just. He gets in these rhythms where you just like trust that he's going to come through in a big spot, and uh, it's just. I wonder if next year we'll be able to calm down uh, when he's batting like one seventy 
through the first two months of the year, just knowing that that June is right around the corner. If he can keep doing this, like that's the big question. The big question is, can he keep doing this bit every single year? Baseball is a hard sport. Hitting a baseball is hard. Kyle Schwarber usually proves that hitting a baseball is hard. Um, can he keep doing this bit every June where he just turns into Babe Ruth? It's probably the thing I'm most fascinated in, in next year already. Can he do it again? Because uh, I just – it doesn't make any sense. John is in Princeton. What's happening, John? Hey, just a couple of quick things, man. Is that the game? Um, it was a big win, and let me tell you why. I don't know if said about this. They capitalized on the vulnerability of the Dodgers having a bullpen game. They, they didn't have a great starter out there, and they, they took advantage to get a win when a better team gave them an opportunity. And yeah, the other yeah, thing it, it's interesting. I mean, because Michael Grove did eventually get into the game, uh, and like what Victor Gonzalez faced right. what the first three hitters of the game, and then Michael right. Grove was in. Um, so I get, yeah, it was technically a bullpen game, but at least Grove yep. did get in there a little bit. And, and we're we're in a groove now where our starters are going deeper, and that's been the problem. So you know, good sign. The, the other thing, if I could say real quickly, talk about they always say baseball is poetry in motion. On Dick Allen night, an epic slugger in Philly's history to have the current epic slugger basically go out and win it on a walk-off. It, 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 it couldn't have been more fitting, poetic it, yeah. uh, set up if you wanted it to be. Totally. And, and that's, and that's again, that's what, that's what they say. And, and they coin the phrase that's baseball. Um, you know, always, always finds a way to, to come full circle. And, and John's right. Like the, the starters going deep and in, deeper into games, it just makes everything so much easier. It makes Rob Thompson's job easier. Like, you don't want a manager making a ton of decisions. They shouldn't have to. It's baseball. Go out and do your job. And the starters are just doing their job right now, going deep into games, keeping the team in it. Um, and, and what I like about when starters get on roles like this is that they start trying to one-up each other. And there's a little bit of competitive juice. Of course, they're on the same team. We get that. But, like... Ranger goes out and does that. You don't think Knowles wants to go out and try to top him? Tywin Walker on Sunday when Zach Wheeler gets back out there. Maybe they don't even need a fifth starter. Just go, just go four starters uh, for the rest of the year. Did not like the pregame quote from uh, from Rob Thompson about wants to see Dylan Covey get back in there. Like, deep breaths, Rob. The, if, unless you're getting blown out. I don't need to see Dylan Covey in there. Um, but either way. Tomorrow, Phillies, Dodgers, Bobby Miller on the mound for the Dodgers, who is just gross. Like, Bobby Miller is – he's got some some nasty, nasty stuff. Um, so, he's a 1.06 ERA this year, seven strikeouts um, and six innings in his last start against the Yankees. So, uh, I'm, I'm very proud of the Dodgers. They're actually starting a real starter tomorrow. I just – it's so – like, I get why teams do it. It's just so annoying as a traditional baseball fan to see teams go out there and, like, start a guy and then – then the starter comes in after that just because the top of the lineup has like two lefties and we're so worried about the first inning. It's just, it, it, it kills my soul as a, as a baseball purist to see that kind of stuff. It's just like, just, just let the starter go pitch. I promise you just let the starter go pitch. It's the, the world will not end. So unless they're going to practice, uh, do another bullpen game tomorrow, Bobby Miller will be starting for them and, and the Phillies avoid their third straight or no, be their fourth straight 
quote-unquote bullpen game. But regardless, Aaron Nola on the mound in a big spot, a chance to get back to 500. I'm not going to say what I think I want to say, which is a negative thought because I'm just saying this is all setting up for what Aaron Nola kind of usually does in these situations. But, 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 Phil's on a roll. So I'm not going to bring that negativity into this world. I trust Aaron Nola tomorrow uh, against the Dodgers. Either way, very excited. Can't wait. Um, you know, I was, I was, I was both nervous and, and excited in the in the pregame. And they went out there and they looked like they belonged on the same field as the Dodgers, which is just a massive, massive sign. So tomorrow, Phils, Dodgers. Obviously, the game will be on WIP. Nola versus Bobby Miller, and we'll see if they can get back to 500. That's what they do. Even Steven, get back to 500, uh, and, and then crazy concept, maybe get above 500. Either way, uh, we'll be here to react to it all. Tucker Bagley produced the final out tonight. Uh, check it out on the Hives feed if you missed it. And Ryan Rossi's got you next.